the truth is we're doing this somewhat out of order. I want to give a hakdama to the third parak in Mitzvah We'll do that next week. An official introduction to the third parak of Mordechai. But I figured just this time of year be a good opportunity to get into uh, the subject of the Isser of Limud HaTorah on Tisha B'Av and during personal Avelos. We're going to see in Mod Katan there are two places where it speaks about the Isser of Talmud Torah during Avelos. The first is on Daf Tezavav Aleph. It says that Oval Osir Bedivrei Torah So during Yecheskel's Avelos Hashem said to him you should be silent. And we learn from there that there is an Isser on Limud HaTorah. Don't speak words of Torah. Okay? So too, all the Velas, for all of history, that's one of the restrictions not to learn Torah. Later on, on Daf Chaf Aleph, the Gemara says that there are, goes through all the different restrictions of Rechitza, and Malacha, and Sicha. It says, Osir Likros B'Torah B'Nevi'im Muksubim. It is Osir for an Oval to read from Tanakh. And it's also to learn Torah Shabal Peh. Okay, Rashi tells us, like we saw earlier on on Daf Tesvav, remain silent. So we have an Isser of Liman HaTorah during Avelis based on the Pasuk in Yecheskel. We go to the Gemara and Tainus. <coughs> And there we're talking about the restriction of Tisha B'Av. And the Gemara has a klal, a very important klal. Kol mitzvos and Noah v'avil, Noah goes for Tisha B'Av. All of the mitzvos that are relevant for an avil are also true on Tisha B'Av. And it goes through different examples. And then it says, V'osr likros b'torah b'nevi m'chsuvim. It's also to read from Tanakh. V'lishnos tarah shabal peh. Parenthetically, why does it say Likros by Tanakh and Lishnos for Torah Shabal Peh? <coughs> so Likros means, right, to read. <laughs> because that was Torah Shabal We have the written word. So the way you learn Torah Shabal is through reading it. Right? For most of Jewish history, or for a large part of Jewish history, Torah Shabal Peh was Lishnos. We're repeating it, we're doing it verbally. Some also point out that the, uh, the mitzvah of learning, when it comes to Tanakh, is Kriya. If I read a Pasuk from Chumash Nevi'im Ksuvim, even if I don't know the translation, I'm still being Makayim, the mitzvah of Limud HaTorah. I'm reading Torah. Because intrinsically, it's Torah. Not the most ideal way of learning, but that's the key of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. When it comes to Torah Shabal Peh, <laughs> By just reading a Mishnah, if I have no clue what the words mean, that is not a kiyum. That is not a fulfillment of the mitzvah of Limit HaTorah. Because although the words are obviously very holy, it doesn't have that same intrinsic status of being Torah. Okay. So I can't learn, a person can't learn when he's in Avelis, nor can he learn on Tisha B'av. However, the Gemara goes on to say there might be exceptions, at least for Tisha B'av. That of a kore who b'makom likros, this is Remeyer's opinion, that you're allowed to read in a place that you're not familiar with, 
and you're allowed to learn in an area that you've never explored before. What's the rationale there? It's painful, it's difficult, you have to break your teeth on it. There's no pleasure. Okay, that's exception number one. Number two, v'kore bekinos, which is a reference to eichar koheles, v'iyu v'bedevarim haroim shebeyermia. You're also allowed to learn the depressing sections of Tanakh. And three, v'tinoko shel beis rabban b'teilin. We don't have school. You don't have cheder on Tishabav. Mishum shenemar. This is based on the Pasuk in Tehillim, Pekudei Hashem Yisharim Misam Chelev. That the Torah of Hashem is Yashar, it's straight, it's true, and therefore Misam Chelev, it brings joy to the heart. So anything that brings joy, we need to refrain from. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda argues on Rameir, and he says, Af eno b'makom Even a place in Tanakh I'm not familiar with, for most of us, sadly, that's the majority of Nach. <laughs> Nor can you learn Torah even in a place that you're not familiar with. So he argues on that point. Any learning of regular Torah, Torah is going to be Asr on Tishabav. However, he does agree to the second exception of the Korehu anything that's depressing in Tanakh, or the same thing is true in Shas itself. The Gemara and Gittin speaks about the destruction and elsewhere. And Cheder, right, for the children is bottle. So the only debate here, it seems, between Remeir and Yehuda is are you allowed to read or learn sections that you're not familiar with? But the Svara, the basic logic is, according to both Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda, Shenamar Pekudei Hashem Yesharim Misam Chelev, because the Torah brings joy. It's interesting because even in the depressing sugyas, it's still Pekudei Hashem. Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. That's all part of the the Amkus. So we have here is two different Gemaras. The Gemara Mod Katan learning during a Velas Aser based on the Pasuk of Dome, be quiet. And we have the Gemara Antinus that learning on Tishabav is Aser based on uh, the fact that it brings joy. And we're not supposed to experience joy on Tishabav. And the truth is, when we look at this Gemara Antinus, there are two ways to understand Pekudi Hashem Yishar and Misam Chelev. What are those two ways, Shmuel? So you're already getting a little bit deeper. I'm, I'm thinking just structurally, when the Gemara quotes that Pasuk, is that explaining the, the whole Isra of learning? Or is that only going back on why we don't have school? Right? The, the structure is, it's right after we say that Tinoko shall base Rabban Betelin. So those are the two potential ways to read it structurally. Rashi comes along and he says very clearly, Asr Likros Betora, the initial restriction of learning is based on Misam Chelev. 
So according to Rashi, this Pasuk is the reason for the Isser of learning on Tisha B'Av in Gansim. You cannot learn because it's Misameach. Comes along the Marsha. Marsha quotes Rashi. And he says, Lule Pirusho Nira. If not for Rashi, I would have said, Delav Mishum Simcha Naguba. The reason we don't learn on Tisha B'Av, it's not because of Simcha. The Gemara only brings that Pasuk to explain why we don't have school. Now, parenthetically, what does that mean? Right? We don't have school because that brings Simcha? So the commentators explain, clearly it's not referring to the children. Their learning is not Misam Chelev, not yet. But it's referring to the Rebbe, the Malamed. And then there's a beautiful Taz. The Taz says, even though when you're teaching children, there's also tsar, <laughs> there is pain. It was never easy, right? Nowadays, the kids can't sit in their seats. It was never easy, and there was always anguish when you had to teach children. But still, there was simcha for the malamid, and that's why we didn't have school. But the Marsha says, that's not going back on the, on the etzim restriction of Liman HaTorah. There's a different reason. In order that we don't forget about the morning of the day. If we're learning Torah, we're going to be distracted. Right? You can't do other things. You can't work. You can't be involved with business for the same reason. So why is it only talking about Torah? It's teaching you a chiddush. It's teaching you that even to learn Torah is problematic, even though generally it's the greatest mitzvah in the world, but on Tisha B'Av, it's Masiach Das. It takes your mind off of the Avelus. So what emerges here is we really have potentially three reasons why you should not be learning. We have the Pasuk from the Gemara Morkatan, right, instructions of Hashem to Yecheskel, remain silent. We have the Pasuk of Bikurei Hashem Yeshar Misam Chelev, that Torah brings joy. And then we have the Marsha, that Torah is a distraction. It'll take you away from the, the morning of the day. Now they bring from Achronim. Why would the Marsha bring a different reason? Why wouldn't Dome just apply to... The Gemara in Tanya starts off with Kometz as Nogos Ba'avel, so if I were learning it from Avelis. So why would the Marsha bring in a different reason just to say that even if you say that Pekudah Hashem is going on just you don't need another reason for the beginning part because we've already learned that from Yechezkel, from Avelis. And, and the truth is, I don't think it's a question only in the Marsha. It's a question in Rashi as well. It's really a question on the Gemara. Right? We have two Gemaras telling us that learning is Aser, and they're giving different reasons. Right? The Gemara in Maurkatan is quoting the Pasuk from Yechezkel, and the Gemara in Tainus is quoting the Pasuk in Telem. Why do we need different reasons? All right, so that, that's going to be a point of uh, exploration in Mirzah But at least we have three potentially different sources for why learning would be Asr. Now, one interesting question on the Marsha that some Achronim address. Take a look here in the bottom, the Hagos Vahoros. According to the Marsha, for everyone else, why can't you learn on Tishabov? It distracts me from the morning. So if that's true, how does the Marsha understand Remeyer? Remeyer was of the opinion you're allowed to learn areas of Torah that you've never learned before because that's painful. 
But it's not about pain, it's not about pleasure. It's about distraction. If anything, according to you, the marshal, I'm going to be more distracted trying to break my teeth on a Gemara I never read before. So how does Remeyer make any sense in the world of the marshal? It's a good question, right? I want to leave that in the back burner, and hopefully in Ritz Hashem, we're going to have an answer for the marshal. Three potential reasons why learning is usher during Avelis and Tishabov. Could you ask Dome on, on Remeir also? Well, Dome was only said on personal Avelis. Questions like this. When you look at these two Gemaras superficially, it sounds like <coughs> Tishabov is because of Misam Chelev, and personal Avelis is because of Dome. And, and there could be some very real Nafkaminas. Right? Nafkamina number one. What the Gemara says that the Heter on Tishabov to learn the depressing parts of Torah. So maybe that only applies to Tishabav because it's all about Simcha. But during personal Avelis, th th there's a blanket statement. Be silent from learning. You could argue, I don't care what you're learning. Even depressing things, you need to be dome. Be silent. So on one hand, you could say that we're more machmir when it comes to learning on, during personal Avelis. Another nafkamina potentially could be the opposite direction. How about thinking and learning? When you think and learning parenthetically, are you fulfilling the mitzvah of limud haTorah? Depends on who you hold by. So, so many people say it depends on who you hold by. The grow. Oh, so many people will say the grow versus the mechaber and the ramah. So the background quickly: the mechaber and the ramah both paskin that you don't have to say berachas haTorah if I'm only going to be thinking in Torah. It's only when I speak words of Torah, then I have to say the bracha beforehand. The Quran, the beginning of Mem Zayin, argues, and he says, in the Pasuk in Yoshua, v'hagisa bo yomam v'layla. V'hagisa means you should contemplate. That's a lashon of machshava. You should think about Torah day and night, and from there we derive the mitzvah of Liman HaTorah, or at least the Hagdorah of Liman HaTorah. So the Quran says, because you're being makayim, the mitzvah of learning through thinking, then you have to say berachas Torah even before thinking in Torah. So superficially, one could argue, the machlokas between the machabah and the ramah versus the gra is, are you makayim, are, are you fulfilling the mitzvah of learning by just thinking? But to say that the machabah and the ramah would hold, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah of learning by thinking, is a radical thing to say. And I venture to say the exact opposite. Sometimes the deepest, most profound Liban HaTorah is when you're pacing back and forth in the Rashba and you're not saying a word. That, that's the ultimate Liban HaTorah. So the Akronim say, everyone agrees, thinking in words of Torah, that is the mitzvah of Liban HaTorah. The only machlokis is, when do we have a bracha? Does it have to be tangible or can it even be b'machshava? But everyone agrees, thinking words of Torah is a kiyum of learning Torah. Question is, am I allowed to think in Torah <coughs> on Tishabov or during personal Avelis? So maybe you could argue that's a second Navkamina. If the whole issue is dome for personal Avelis, so you're not saying anything, right? But if the issue is simcha, which seems to be the Pshat and Tishabov, then you would argue, I don't care that you're not verbalizing the Torah, it still brings simcha. So there are potential Navkaminas if we were to assume. That, uh, that they have different sources. 
Yes, that's a good insight. We're going to see Tosis in a moment who says that exact same thing. Now, just to show you parenthetically, the Mechaber does paskin that we don't learn Torah and Tishabav because Pekudah Hashem Yishar Mesamche Lev. He understands the Gemara like Rashi, not like the Marsha, so it seems. But, like we saw from both Rabbi Yehuda and Rameyer, that learning the depressing parts of Torah, that's acceptable. The Taz comes along, like Rabbi Hech was mentioning, and he says, even if you're learning parts of Torah that are depressing, it's the bottom here of the Taz and the top of page two. Even those areas that are depressing, you can only learn them superficially. But not to be engaged with the kasha and the terrets and the back and forth. And even to be pacing back and forth to try to explain something that's difficult, that's aser. Because when you're fighting and you're struggling, that itself might be difficult. But when you finally break through and you get the answer, that's a great simcha. So the Taz says on Tisha B'av, you're only allowed to learn depressing things, and the way you learn those depressing things needs to be in somewhat of a superficial manner. Don't get too in-depth, because the depth itself brings simcha. <coughs> Comes along the Orach HaShulchan, and he has an amazing line here, Be'emes ha'dover kosha ma'od l'talmud chacham ha'lomed, she'balkorcha ha'seichel yachshav kushi of the teretz. He says, the Taz and the Mogan of Rome are telling us not to learn in depth. That's not a realistic suggestion. <laughs> Anyone who knows how to learn, and we've been learning for many years, balkorchi, almost against my will, I'm going to be thinking of questions. I'm going to be thinking of suggestions to answer it. So he goes on to say, we don't have that limitation. At Paskin Kenegad the Taz, you're allowed to be, to be really engaged in the learning. But still, the fact you're learning depressing sections of Torah, that depression, that atzvus, will overwhelm the simcha of learning in depth. That's the According to this, would be better to just read a history book. So we're going to get to that. How do we view, and this is going to be the main, hopefully our main destination, how do we view the Isser of Talmud Torah on Tishabav and during Avelis? Is it that there's no chiv whatsoever, and therefore you might as well just play Pac-Man or do something else, right? Or is the Chiv of Talmud Torah limited? Where we're going to get there momentarily, Mitzvah But the Orch HaShulchan argues in the Taz, and it's also brought in Orchos Rabbeinu. This is a quote from Rav Chaim Kanievsky, B'Shem his father, B'Shem the Chazanish, that also references the Mogan of Ramah, the Taz, in our Simon and Shulchan Aruch, and Tavkov Nandalid, that you're allowed to learn our Perak of Elum Magalchin, of a low be'in, and to that the Chazanish said, Lo yitachin davar shayatiru lilmud gemara of a low be'in. It's impossible. Don't tell me I'm allowed to learn shas, but I can't learn be'in. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Sounds like you said that do the vid. Yeah, it's impossible. Similar to the Orach HaShulchan. So, but if, if we're suggesting that the Isser of learning on Tishabov and the Isser during personal availus are really coming from separate sources, then there could be nafkaminas. Tosos comes along, though, at Moet Katan, Dav and he quotes a tshuva from Rashi. The tshuva is Rabbeinu Yitzchak, 
Zikni, my grandfather. Kosov ki Rebenu Yaakov haya oser evlo. This is interesting also just from a historical perspective. Rashi's quoting the Rebenu Yaakov. Who was the Rebenu Yaakov? So likely that's Rebenu Yaakov ben Yakar. Right, one of Rashi's main teachers, who was one of the main Talmidim of the Me'or HaGola. So he says that, My Rebbe, Rabbeinu Yaakov ben Yakar, haya oser b'me'evlo be'iyov u'bekinos u'bedevarim ha'roim she'be'yermia. Rabbeinu Yaakov Paskin, that personal availus, there are no exceptions. And you can't even learn the depressing parts of Torah. Midelo tani le'bishmaisin kamo tishabov. We don't have those exceptions listed in the Gemara and Moed Katan. In Moed Katan, it just said, Asr to learn. Only regarding Tishabav, it said, you have exceptions. However, Bimei Zignuso Chazer Vehitir. But Rashi testifies that when the Rabbeinu Yaakov was older, he retracted his Psak, and he said, even during personal Avelis, you're allowed to learn the more depressing parts of Torah. And he said what Avi mentioned before, it's mashma from the Gemara that way. The Gemara in Tainus equates the Isser of learning on Tishabav with the Isser of learning during Avelis. So it seems like it's for the same reason. Ah, you might ask, the Pasuk of Dome, of remain silent, was only said for personal Avelis. So there, Tosvos is Mechadesh. It's Labdavka. It's not really teaching us this is the source of the Isser. It means to say you should remain silent from those parts of Torah that are misameach, that bring joy. But really the Gemara in, in Mordechotan and the Gemara in Tainus, they work together. It's for the same basic rationale. It's all about Pekudei Hashem Yishore, Misam Chelev. We're not experiencing joy in Avelis, or we're not experiencing joy at Tishabav. And therefore, the heter of learning, Devarim Royim, we find at Tishabav, applies to personal availus as well. That's the Psak of Tosfos. So now here's the Chakira. Here's the big question. This is all just background, okay? The big question is, like Ellie mentioned, when we say that it's usher to learn Torah, but I'm allowed to learn these areas of Torah, does that mean Chazal came in and they were totally oker the chiyu of learning Torah. They uprooted the obligation to learn. Generally, it's the greatest mitzvah in the world, but today on Tisha B'av, because we don't want you to be happy, there's no mitzvah of learning. If you can't find what to do, or you want to be involved with something spiritual, so then you could learn these particular sections, and if you do so, avada, you're makayim, you're fulfilling the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, but you don't have an obligation to learn those parts. It's a rishos. If you assume that's the structure of Chazal, that would mean that if I have a, a free 15 minutes right now, so I can do whatever I want. I have no obligation to believe in HaTorah. And if I choose not to learn, there's no bitl Torah. I'm not wasting time from my obligation. There is no chiv. That's one perspective. The other way to view it would be that Chazal would never totally uproot the chiv of Talmud Torah. Why would they do that? They, they have a particular agenda. We don't want you to get too happy with the learning. So what they did is they restricted the chiv of Talmud Torah, dafka to these areas. But in these areas where you're allowed to learn, you're mechuyiv to learn. 
And therefore, if you have 15 minutes, and I'm not taking care of the kids, and I'm not going to the grocery store, and I'm not doing something else productive, then I have to learn. And if I don't learn one of those areas, it's bitul Torah. That's the Chakira. So there's a piece in the Halicha Shlomo where he quotes from the Ridva. The Ridva is bothered by a question that on one hand we have our Gemara in Mawakatan that says that an Oval is not supposed to learn Torah. Yet we have a Gemara in Sukkah. Rashi is also bothered by this question. The Gemara in Sukkah says that an Oval is chayiv in all of the mitzvos except tefillin. So how could you say except tefillin? Ha'ika nami Talmud Torah. You're also exempt from learning. That's the question of the Ridva. So he has a few different terutsim, but his basic answer is, it doesn't really mean the only thing you're exempt from is tefillin. Obviously, you're also putter from learning. Because bottom line is, it brings joy. The Gemara is just addressing mitzvos that you're putter from, even though they don't bring joy. But of course, you're also exempt from Talmud Torah. Chaim doesn't like that answer. No, it's just that it should be finished. If they didn't need to be mabatal of it all together and be mabatal, what's the purpose? Why? Why? That's what I want to address. Yes. Okay. What can we also answer? They were just referring to a mitzvah that was completely mabatal. Talmud Torah. I was going to say, with Talmud Torah, you can learn some things. Is this stuff on personal level? So the Aruch in there answers like Rabbi Hecht. Basically, there are two answers to the same question, and the way it's presented in the Halicha Shlomo, this is really our Chakira. The the question again is, why would it say an Oval is putter from everything except for tefillin if he's also exempt from learning? So the Ritva's answer was, whatever, it just means he's exempt from tefillin and learning. That's the basic answer. Arachaner comes along and says, no, the Gemara is beautiful. The only thing an Oval is really putter from doing is the mitzvah of tefillin on the first day of Avelus. But you have a chi of Talmud Torah in all of those areas of learning that are depressing, that will bring you down. So there you have a chi of still. So it sounds like the answer of the Ritva and the answer of the Aruch Lener are basically viewing it in two very different radical ways. The Ritva is understanding it that there's no mitzvah whatsoever, just like your putter from tefillin on day one, which means you don't put it on at all, you're also totally putter from learning. And the Aruch Lener seems to be saying, no, the chiv is still here, it's just limited, it's restricted to these areas. Maybe the machlokas is whether you apply dome across the border. Well, we assume like Tosvos, that, that we, we put the Gemaras together, what I want to do is like this. We have this Chakira, and according to Shlomo Zalman, it's really a machlokus between the Ridva and the Aruch Lener. There's one very simple question, which is, I understand in the world of Aruch Lener, Chazal did not want to uproot the mitzvah of learning, and they just said, we're limiting it. You still have to learn every second when you can in these, in these areas. But according to the Ridva, why in the world would Chazal totally uproot the chiv of Talmud Torah? Now it's true, generally they, they have the authorization to do that. Chazal can be ochre dover min Torah. We find that in many places. But that's only when there's a real need for it. What's the need? If it's okay to learn these sections of Torah, so keep the chiv on those sections of Torah. 
Sure. We appreciate that, that question. Right. Uh, so I, I first want to share with you a cute answer, which I've seen some suggest, but I, I don't think it's the Emmas. But it's very cute. And it's a good Mari welcome to know. Rabbeinu Avram Minahar. This is in a different context. We're not going to have time to, to get into the context in which he's speaking of the Dorim. But he says a beautiful idea. He says the mitzvah of limud, right? He says there are two types of mitzvahs. There are mitzvahs where you do an action. Do the action, right? You put up the mezuzah, you put on tefillin. And there are other mitzvahs where the goal of the mitzvah is actually to derive pleasure. I'm doing this mitzvah to attain some level of simcha. He says the mitzvah of limud what is Liman HaTorah? It's ingraining something in the heart and the mind and understanding deeper truth. The commandment of Liman HaTorah is to have a clarity, a perception of truth. And to feel a sense of pleasure and joy through that truth. What's the connection between truth and pleasure? Getting a little bit philosophical. When we're connecting to Emes, we're connecting to Yashros, that brings Simcha. That's human nature. Therefore, that's why during Avelus, you're Aser to learn. Because even if I'm trying not to get pleasure, there's no way not to. It's so gishmak. It tastes so good. So someone has suggested as follows. According to Rabbeinu Avraham Minahar, the mitzvah of learning is really a mitzvah of simcha. If you're not getting the simcha from the learning, then you're not really being makayim, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. But imagine having that conversation with the high school boy. Rebbe, I'm just, I'm not getting a geschmack from it. You know, I'm trying, I'm putting in hours, but I'm, I'm not really enjoying it. David, you should just realize you're not being makayim, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. <laughs> but if you were to suggest that, then you could say the following. You could say it's not that Chazal felt the need to totally uproot the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, it's just by definition it can't exist. If learning is only accomplished through doing something that brings joy, and we don't want joy in Tisha B'av, so we're only going to allow you to learn things that are depressing, then by definition that's not Talmud Torah. So it's not that Chazal made the calculated cheshbon, we need to totally get rid of the chiv of learning. It's just by restricting you to do things that will bring atzvos, and not simcha, that's not the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Now before we ask on this, do we appreciate the cuteness of the answer? Right? Okay. <laughs> What's your question? Well, I just was wondering, do you see, does that mean you don't take the Torah, you don't get the mitzvah of learning when you're learning these parts of the Torah? Ever. Right. right. So, so that, that sounds very unlikely. Right? Because you, you get the ideas of us, even though it's a depressing topic. And the mice I'm learning Torah, I'm pushing myself to learn. To say that's not really the mitzvah is, is, not, is not rational, it's not reasonable, and that's not even what he's saying. Right? If you read him closely, 
Iker Hatsivu. He's saying the main intent of the mitzvah of learning is to get clarity of truth and to bring you to a state of joy. But he's not saying if you're lacking simcha, then it's not a mitzvah at all. So it's a nice, it's, it's a nice approach to potentially answer the question, but I'll be honest, I don't think it really does. So getting back to our issue, according to the Ridva and others, why would Chazal feel it necessary to totally uproot the chiv of Talmud Torah? So I want to get back to the Marsha. We didn't mention that Kasha and the Marsha for no reason. The Marsha again was suggesting that maybe the reason why it's also to learn on Tishabov is because it's Masiach Das. It takes your mind off of things. You're supposed to be focused on the morning and now I'm focused on the Rashba. And the question on the Marsha was, how do you understand Rameyer? Rameyer was of the opinion you're allowed to learn very difficult areas of Torah because it's so painful, but it's going to take your mind more off of the Avelis. So I want to suggest as follows. When the Rashba says, sorry, when the Marsha says that being Osik in Torah will be Masiach Das, will take us away from the proper focus of the day. He doesn't mean the actual engagement in Limit HaTorah. Rather what he means is that by having a chiyuv of Limit HaTorah, by having a constant obligation to learn, it's the chiyuv itself that's Masiach Das from the Avelus. And just to show you the idea, where do we find this? Right, we have this in the halachas of Berchas HaTorah and Simon Mem Zayin. The halach of the Machaber is on page four. You made Berchas HaTorah earlier on in the day, and then there was a big hefsik. You went to work, you ran around the block, you exercised, and four or eight hours later, you want to sit down and learn again. Do you have to make a new bracha? So generally, we would assume, of course you have to make a new bracha. I said a bracha on the mitzvah. I did the mitzvah a little bit in the morning. I said, Elu Devarim. Right? And maybe I learned a little bit before I went to work. But now it's been eight hours. So just like when you leave the sukkah and you come back in the evening, you make a new bracha. However, the Mechabra Paskins, you do not make a new bracha when you come back to learning. Explains the Taz. Why is that the case? The Kivardis Bar Le'el, we've explained earlier, Hatam Shein Hefsik Mafsid Klum. The reason why interrupting the learning is not really going to take away from your original bracha. Mitam Shechiyuv Halimud Tamir Rovetzalov. Because the obligation to learn is always there, it's always on my mind. But it happens to be, I have to make a Parnasa, so I don't have time to learn right now. But every moment I'm not busy with something else, then really I do have this obligation to be learning. Therefore, you don't have to make a bracha again, although you were not learning for the last many hours. It's not based on what you had in mind. And he says, when you read the Mechaber carefully, it's clear. He says, it's not a hefsik. Why? Delo havi hefsik, period. 
not because you had in mind to continue learning later. It's a reality. What is that reality coming from? What's the source of that idea? It's the chiyuv itself. The fact I know I have to learn every second that I have available, that keeps me connected to the learning. But at the same time, I think we could suggest that's Masiach Das from Avelos. Having that overriding, awesome, sometimes overwhelming obligation of Limit HaTorah. So it's the Chiyuv itself that can distract me. So we had a Kasha and the Marsha, right? Before I make any application, just to get back to the Marsha. How could you, the Marsha, say that you can't learn Torah because it's Masiach Das from Avelis. How do you understand Remeyer? Remeyer says you could do things that are very complicated and you're going to be really delving into it. The marshal would answer back to those Achronim and say, doing a complicated sugya or racking your brain and trying to understand something, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not Masiach Das from the Avelis. My concern is the Chiyuv. If there's a chi of Talmud Torah, that takes you away from focusing on Avelis because now I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking about my obligation to learn. It's not doing something that requires brain power. It's having the chi of there in the first place. I think that's how we could answer for the marsha. Once we're suggesting that's pshat in the marsha, in a sense, he's not so radically different than Rashi. They're almost addressing two different aspects of it. Rashi's saying, listen, the bottom line is, even if there was no chiyuv, Chazal don't want us doing things that bring joy. So learning Torah itself is Masam Chaylev. We can't learn Torah. The Marsha is addressing, why did they have to totally uproot the chiyuv, though? Because it's not just about when I learn, I'm getting a geshmak, and that's not in the spirit of the day. But it's more fundamental than that. The Marsha is suggesting the mere fact you have the Chiv in the first place, that takes your mind off of the Avelis. So I think to answer for the Ridva, why did Chazal have to totally uproot the Chiv? It's based on the logic of the Marsha. Epshur Kemenzogin. Okay. Shkoya. That went very fast at the end. So, <laughs> the Marsha is okay with us not talking about Avelis for the 25 minutes that I'm learning the Sugya and Death. It's not a, for 24 hours, you're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to drink, just focus on Avelis. It's the general concept of being it's aware. It's al Gaba. The fact that I have a Chiyav Talmud Torah, we only appreciated what that meant, right? But it doesn't mean a 24-hour constant Chiyav to only be doing Avelis. Right. I can learn for 24 But I can't days. have a constant distraction. But the Chiyav will work all day. Right. Why did you say, It's not the same time. It's not unique about Talmud Torah that it's, that it's a Chiyav. All these other things, if I go to the grocery store, it's not. There's no Chiyav that rovates on me, right? Right, but I think the pshat is that when it comes to other things, then we could just say, they're us, we can't do them. When it comes to Talmud Torah, if we were to say, well, you can't learn those areas of Torah that bring sin, that's not enough. Because as long as I have a chiv to be learning, it's, it's the achrayis, it's the pressure of the chiv of Talmud Torah that's going to be Masiach Das from the Uvelis. When it comes to business and malacha and other things, Chazal just said, don't do it, period. But they're not going to come in and say, don't do any learning whatsoever. That they didn't feel comfortable with. 
but rather, right, they're limiting the learning. But besides limiting the learning, they also have to take away the chiyuv of Talmud Torah. Otherwise, the chiyuv itself is Masiyach Das. I mean, high time means that they I mean, won't it, be it's thinking the same svara. They'll be thinking about the Avelos. Right. a kasha on the marsha from a mayor. Right. You know, so I, I think this angle is, is a beautiful terrace for the marsha. And once we have this to plug it into the vidva, I think it's a beautiful answer for the vidva. Baruch Hashoko brought me back to, to high school. I have a singer from the kids in 11th grade. In his 11th grade, she was probably deeper in than I did like high school. He had to say very deep. So one time we were like, and he, he gets all involved. It's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, you know. So right after Rikiz's mincha, so he ran into the bathroom. We were in the, in, in, in the shul, we were just 